for joining and tuning in for another episode of Culture Gumbo. This is episode 29. If you are just watching in, um, we thank you for tuning in or listening to us. Uh, This week, we have a great show for you. It's pretty much all about a lot of entertainment rapper kind of stuff going on. (laughs) Wait a minute. Um, Shakira is on one today. So y'all going, we're going to get that world famous Shakira rant. We're going to get a rant today. We definitely going to get a rant today. There's no lies about that. Um, But it's going to be a good one because it's ultimately to have positive intent. Anyway, let's start the show. I am your host, Shakira, sitting with this Hillman shirt on, which is dope, by the way. I do like the shirt. Um, I do like the shirt. Mr. Will himself, Wildress, a.k.a. Teddy Bear, a.k.a. Softy, a.k.a. He might steal your girl, too. Okay, so why you call me softy though? Yo, you're on one today. I'm not even gonna entertain this, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? You know what I'm saying? It's your man. I'm saying you see my my skin is luxurious. You see I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Shorty at the at the urgent care and the scrubs. She was digging my helmet shirt today. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all if y'all went to an urgent care somewhere in Florida and they weren't paying attention to you or was inattentive or probably messed up when they decided to put um uh you know to give you a shot that you needed or whatever the case may be, blame it on Will today because. She definitely wasn't focused on her job. Why are you trying to holler in the urgent care? Like, that's why people in urgent care. It's urgent care. Jordy had on scrubs, and I'm a thought for scrubs. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) She was fine. You know what I mean? You know, she 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 went to an HBCU. I'm not gonna put the HBCU out there because you done already said it wasn't Howard, so it doesn't matter. Don't get it twisted because the Howard Jones be with it too. So I don't even know. Oh, I I didn't say that. I can shout out out like two or three of them right now. I'm not gonna do that because I'm I'm not Drake. That's that's not who I am. You know what I'm saying? I don't kiss and tell. I don't kiss people in the mouth people way, but whatever. You you hating is what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? They out here, they see the kid, they see me flourishing. You know what I'm saying? They might have caught the podcast. You know what I'm saying? They they I walk in. But here's got- the thing. Here's the thing. Let's just also put the caveat there, right? Because y'all remember a few episodes ago, if you watch us and like us, you know, Will said he was focused on finding him, you know, somebody to settle down with. He he was done with the games and the and the, and the street, you know, and, and the women just hollering whenever. He was done with that. But somehow we're not even end of the year and he not done with that, y'all. You're making me out to be a hoe, and that's not the case. Okay, in order for me to find uh, Mrs. Teddy Farrow, I got to be out here, and you I got do to have to be dating. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. You do well. You do well with when it comes to dating. Um, that's all I'll say. You it's just well. a lot. Of, it's just and a he, lot of hateration, holleration in this dancery right now, and I don't know how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? I speak to people. I like to talk to women. I love to speak to to black women in particular. You know what I'm saying? Y'all make me smile. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Claire Huxtable Jones. You know what I'm saying? The Tracy Ellis Rosses, the Kelly Rollins. You know what I'm saying? I need that in my life. And every week Shakira comes. There's in nothing here. wrong with that. There's it's nothing me. wrong with that. I mean, I I I applaud you. You know, like I don't date. I don't. I don't. I'm I'm a busybody, you know. So like I applaud oh, you. But the yeah, thing about yeah. it is I when I do date, I am dating with a purpose. I date with a purpose. And, and intention. 
I you just was... said you would thought for scrubs. <laughs> what purpose besides the main purpose what, that you would I, have to I be admit, a thought for scrubs? I admit what my toxic trait is. Okay. I love to see a beautiful black woman in some scrubs. You know what I'm saying? She looked like she just got out of a, a Nissan Altima commercial where she was dancing in the car and she got a busy day before she came out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She go to brunch. She go to brunch with her homegirls. You know what I'm saying? She do Thanksgiving with her family. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got on matching sweaters. Like, that's kind of love I want. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I'm Sounds, saying? The shorty, that, there's shorty nothing wrong got, with that love. probably got a couple Tevin Campbell songs up in her playlist. She used to have immature posters on her wall. You know what I'm saying? She used to be at the crib okay. with some of her friends. Who's she was like, right now? She used to mm-hmm. be at the crib with her friends at like 11, 12 years old, watching all that. You know what I'm saying? Snick, she was at the house. Okay, she okay. Was problematic. Okay, we kid, get, okay, we, we get it. We get you know, it. No, I'm not gonna take we this. Got it. Everybody we... comes to my neck on a consistent basis. And they're like, "Oh, you a flirt? You do this? You do that?" No, I like women, and women just happen to like me. Now, I can assure you that when I'm in a relationship, the only person I see is my girl. You know what I'm saying? I know, but we got we we got to get like, to that part. Just, um, just, just we started the show already. So, Will, I mean, I would say how you feeling, but I feel like that's an open ended, real open. I feel like question. I'm being besmirched. I feel like <laughs> I'm being besmirched. People have been coming at my neck all week. You know what I'm saying? I am. What have was, you learned this week then? I've learned this week that life is completely short. And at the same time, I need to stop being so hard on myself and understand that my journey is where my journey is so that I can learn the lessons I need to learn before I elevate. Um, That's deep. I have, as a lot of y'all know, in the past two years, dealt with a lot of loss. I've seen a lot of things happen. Um, We're going to get into it today. But the takeoffs depth this week... um, hit me super hard like as you know like you know I used to um co-own a marketing company where we you know we weren't sub promoters we were the promoters you know what I'm saying we used to bring the artists out um and you be in that nightclub atmosphere and I never liked it and I'm a protector you know what I'm saying I've been in situations much like the situation that um Quavo and 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 Takeoff found themselves in this past week and it just it triggered me a little bit, you know what I mean? Because I don't always consider the fact that we as black men don't live these longer lives. And it's because we have a loyalty that we struggle with, or, you know what I'm saying? We're in these situations where we're constantly in places where we're keeping it real or, and this is, and this is not to judge Quavo and take off from where they were because it happens like no matter the situation these situations happen but having had so much loss in my life I want to see a lot more of us myself included take care of ourselves and take care of our health and I and I say this out loud but I say this with the intent of um I'm speaking to you all but I'm preaching to myself of you know making sure that we go to the doctor making sure that, you know, we sometimes avoid those confrontational situations. Cause I know me, I'm always with the shits. 
You know what I'm saying? I've never been one in my life. I don't give a fuck who it is or who you are. I'm just not built like that. Like I was built to stand tall in situations. But as I get older, I also understand every situation ain't about standing tall. Sometimes it's literally just about making it home at night. Sometimes it's literally right. about sometimes you gotta set that pride aside. Yeah, and it's and, and it's one of the, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, I made that move to Orlando um a couple years ago and I'm thankful for it. And I I'm very thankful for my tribe, you included. Um, cause you know, some of the stuff that I went through, what I, some of the stuff I was prepared to do. And it's just one of those things where I want to see us grow old 50 and 60 and be able to talk about those wild times. In 80 and 90. I'm saying 50 and 60 because we're not even making right it. Right now we're not making it there. You're right about that. I making it to our eighties and nineties is, is amazing. I want to at least see us get to be. 50 and 60. I would have loved to have seen the Migos come on stage and and celebrating their amazing career. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, Biggie Smalls, PNB Rock. I mean, the the list goes on. So many that we can't see. And we can't. And they all died under 30. And we're killing ourselves. It's not, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's like, yo, we're battling. We're battling white supremacy. We're battling the police. We're we're battling literally just staying alive on a consistent basis. And it's a eat or be eaten type of lifestyle. And I can't even, I can't even be like pissed off or frustrated at it because I've been a part of that culture. Like I know what it is. And it's not something that's always easy for people to walk away from. I hate when this stuff happens. And I'm gonna be on my soapbox for a minute, so we probably it's okay. Won't. We already into the main. Let's just do what we do, and then we'll, we we go. From I there. go ahead. I hate when these motherfuckers see something happen to us in our culture, and they get on their soapbox and they start mentioning shit, and they start talking out of pocket about what they know and what we should do and what they understand. But at the same token, the only time you're mentioning this shit is when you feel like there's an opportunity for you to gain upon it. Right. You know what I'm saying? These white executives in, in these positions of power, these black executives in these positions of power, nobody's truly helping us. Yo, we're just trying to get out of <clears throat> we're just trying to get out of poverty. We're just trying to get out of poverty and these are the only situations we know. Most of us literally come from environments where we grew up where we saw folks keeping it real, where our heroes were probably the fucking drug dealers or it was fucking Doughboy from Boys in the Hood or all these other things. These are the things that we know because folks don't ever truly want to pour into it. So when we get out, we have these situations, which is why watching a Kanye thing, watching a Kyrie Irving thing happen is a little bit more frustrating because while them brothers need to be held accountable, Mm -hmm. at the same token, who's being held accountable for who was over top of those situations? The Kyrie Irving situation. Yo, I'm all for holding that brother accountable for it. But why aren't we talking more about Amazon running the fucking movie? You know what I'm saying? Kanye West. Listen, with all due respect, I've been off of Kanye since Kanye did that whole fucking slaves was a a choice thing. But at the end of the day, this motherfucker has been on some shit for years now. And we were still going to Sunday service and we were still doing all this shit. And I know we said, talked about this the last week, but it's like, there's no fucking accountability for this shit until it's too late. And then you look at like this, the situation with like 
take off in 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 and his untimely death. And it's like now all of a sudden there's all these thing pieces about oh rappers out here killing this and that and the other. But you wasn't saying shit when you was fucking listening to fucking Twenty One Savage talk about this and that and the, and the Draco. You wasn't saying shit. And the you- other and the, and it's so crazy because the before the day before we got the news that he had passed, um, but you know before Halloween, right? Um, I was listening to this. I was I was driving and I was listening to this song. It, I was it was on the radio and you know I'm, I'm in the south, so it'd be a whole bunch of country music, uh, country rap music, and um. And all, and the whole hook was, I'm just trying to stay alive. I don't know who this is. So if I offend your favorite rapper, I don't know who it is. But he just kept saying, you know, I'm trying to stay alive. And so as I'm listening to the lyrics of what he's saying, I'm saying, this is sad mm-hmm. that everything that that is being rapped about is really you're trying to stay alive. But then what what doesn't happen in in this in this industry is we come from the hood. All we know is the hood. You're trying to get out the hood. You make a whole bunch of money under 30 from the hood. You still trying to mature and grow up. In addition to now you got all this money and then you got all your, all your entourage. Then you don't know who's real and who's fake. You don't know who's there for the money and who's genuinely happy that you're, that you made it out the hood. But then there's nobody, there's nobody I don't think it's nobody that's really out here teaching how do how are you supposed to because poverty is physical and it's mental right and we can have a mental po- poverty where you know was there anything wrong with with Quavo and Takeoff and their entourage to be sitting there playing craps no, no because that's what they know that's what they do so any hood they like okay we cool everybody cool what what they forgot and what isn't taught is you can't do that anymore because where you're going back to no matter if it's a Houston hood or Atlanta hood and yeah he's loved in Atlanta but there are haters no matter where we know a, a few of the rappers that recently passed they passed in the place they lived um so I say all that to say like it's not being educated that uh, you might have to, you know, you might have to become bougie. Why? Because because we as Black people haven't matured enough to celebrate when another person rises. We don't know how to celebrate. And especially when you're from the hood. So I'm not saying all Black people and I'm not putting us on the box, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, um, and then I, I seen a rapper that's from Houston that was like, oh, he, he was, you know, sad and he had made his post about the losing uh, um, of what happened with takeoff. And he was like, y'all should have hung with me that night as if he was going to be the person that could have protected them because it's, it's his hood. It's and it, it, it exactly. And so I said that to say, like, you know, having that class on watch who around you and watch who your friends' friends come around you and watch like you have to be on alert. And I know I know a lot of rappers be like, we're not walking around with all this security and all that stuff. Your worth financially is a lot. Your worth in the industry is a lot. And unfortunately, black people haven't conditioned their mindset to change to su- support 
one another because they're like he the same age as me and this he getting you know a hundred thousand dollars three three hundred thousand dollars every time he do a concert or whatever he do a commercial or whatever the case may be and so it, we're at a loss right now because because this generation of people that's out here i'm saying generation of people that's out here still killing rappers and still killing just each other they're you know in the street they don't realize they're also killing their music. Well, it's a, it's a, um, hip hop is based off competition in itself. When you compound that with the fact that most of us come from environments where we aren't given anything, where we do come in from environments where we're the only ones that make it out, where we do come from environments where, yo, it's, it's eat or be eaten it's also an understanding of two um, conversation that was had uh, by some friends of mine of understanding like a hundred thousand dollars to a young black male and a hundred thousand dollars to a young white male are two different things. Yeah. A hundred thousand dollars to that white male is the it's word. nothing. It's everything. No. In, in so the white male? I'm sorry. Yeah. To, to the white male, it's nothing. Because it's nothing. It is, right. It allows them to grow. It allows them to do the things they have to do. A hundred thousand to a black male. Yo, you got to come back because nine times out of 10, you got survivor's remorse. You got to make sure you take care of your people, your homeboys. You probably got family who, you know, we don't have wealth because shit, I mean, shit was taken from us. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, you end up so, giving all your money away. But again, that's what I'm saying. Like, those that have made it, those rappers that have made it, those celebrities that have made it, nobody's, they'll be like, oh, I could go to my hood and they're well, happy that they can go to their hood, but they're not trying to pull back to really educate those that are, these, this young you man died at 28. I wasn't- to understand part of the appeal of the world of hip hop is the ability to keep it real and the ability to have the respect to go back to the hood and to not be uppy and to not be lost in it. And yeah, it's not, I, fair, it's not right. I understand this that. Is a, this is a billion. But this dollars. is where boundaries have to happen now. Boundaries, of course, boundaries have to happen. We talk about, and we talk about this after every time a, a, a rapper passes away. But at the end of the day, you also have to understand how these executives are selling this. Oh, yeah. So, and, and, and it's how also, much money did they make? after october 31st for no, from also, today but it's also the intake of how of how we take this stuff in because yo we're all guilty about it i mean we're all guilty of it you know what i'm saying even after even after you probably saw what happened to take off i bet whoever's watching this us included i bet at some point in time within the last few days you probably listened to some hardcore ass hardcore ass rap where they were talking about busting guns and doing all this kind of stuff is having the ability to be able to decipher between telling, telling stories and truly being in that lifestyle. And I just want to, like I said, I, I'm not here to point in blame. I'm not here to do anything. I'm just here to express the fact that I just want to see us start to grow old. I want to be able to see our rappers come back and be able to be celebrated in their 50s and 60s and do Las Vegas regular uh, I mean, 
and be celebrated and, and to come back and, and we're in our 60s and we out here talking about, you know, we going to the Migos tour because they, they performing for the first time in 30 years. Like, I just want the ability to see that and it sucks and it hurts. And there's somebody who's been a, been a part of that culture, somebody who has grown up in a way, in the same way that those cats grown up, grew up, it sucks to see. And it's just a constant reminder of, man, like we still have so much growth to, right. to, to like we're just now and i ain't saying me because i'm broke so don't you run up on me i'm telling you right now you ain't gonna get nothing but <laughs> but I'm, I, I'll, I'm a card carrying member you bring nothing but a hot bullet so i i don't i don't promote that but i don't like nobody running up on me but the fact of the matter is, is that this generation of hip-hop artists they don't have to go to these record labels anymore and they're getting on and they're making money and we don't know how to process it yet because unlike our you know white press predecessors we are just now getting to it we're just now celebrating it so when you see these big ass chains you criticizing these dudes but you don't understand they didn't have anything so they want the things that they didn't have we're we all go through it right but i think right now more than anything the difference is in these last 10 years is Everybody needs to tighten up their social media and how much you fuck all social media you choose to share with, you know, like everybody knew they were in Houston. Everybody knew where they were going. Everybody knew where the after party, everybody knew that, that, um, PNB rock was eating, you know, and, and I, again, I don't put that blame on his girl. What I'm saying is, um, we have to be careful with documenting. It's nothing wrong with documenting where you're going and what you're doing. Like I went to Chicago a few weeks ago. Of course, I'm not a celebrity. Nobody's looking for me. But Beyonce, uh, Beyonce people are. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, but but you know, but I did do a lot of videos. I took a lot of pictures, and I didn't post them while I was there. I haven't posted them yet. I will post them, but I say all that to say like. And I tell my sister this all the time because she's always traveling. I'm like, be careful with that real time video. <laughs> you but, in know? The takeoff, but in the takeoff situation, I it didn't have anything. I can see what you're saying, but I just want to, I want people to understand that we're not saying in the takeoff situation had anything to do with that. No, but even the people that were standing by and, and I know, um, Gilly, the kid did a whole rant on a social media about it, you know, um, People standing by, I would never see somebody get murdered and immediately want to take my phone out to video them ever. It's fucking because it's fucking corny. And ironically, what's ever what's crazy about it is, is that <coughs> we're the generation looking at the generation that came after us. And yeah, now, we are. And now we're frustrated with them. Like the we're totally frustrated us. with them. The generation before us was frustrated with us. So it has to be some kind of come to Jesus moment where we all figure it no, out. No, where niggas stop recording people when they die. That's just the bottom line. Like, I don't know if it's who sends it to TMZ first to get the check or what, but I mean, I just- Fuck TMZ. I've hated right. TMZ for years, even more, especially after the Kobe Bryant passing. So fuck TMZ. We got to stop giving TMZ fucking clout, first of all. But you're absolutely right. But at the same token, too, that video show you're super aggressive to the show. That video, um, 
I feel like it apparently his. I didn't see it because my goal was to make sure I didn't come across it. I don't. I know what a bed, a dead body looks like. It is not for me to go and try to see no video about or seeing someone laying on the ground bleeding out. Like it's so inhumane. I have to say that I woke up to a series of text messages from a couple people, and they sent you the video. They sent me the direct video, but when they sent me the, the direct video, when I saw the first, when I saw it the first time, because I only saw it once, every other time where somebody sent it to me, I deleted it. And keep in mind, these are not like my friends. Because I'm like, who, who, who are you talking to? No, um, my friends was texting me. You seen the video? Like what? Well, I mean, we used to we used to work in you know I used to work in the 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 nightclub promoter business, so. You have connections where you're, you know, put in these group chats, whatever. Um, I and I that. got the initial video and I'm thinking it's somebody that was close to me. So I'm, I initially saw it and I didn't know what the fuck it was. And then, you know, how, like it's three in the morning and you wiping the, the, the cold out your eyes and you trying to figure out what the fuck it is. Cause you keep seeing your phone going off. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then when it finally registered, I'm like, I sent the message to so, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you send this to me? And then you start reading the, the tweets and everything, and they're sharing it that. on Twitter. Like they, they did the same thing with the PNB Rock thing, which breaks my heart because it's like, yo, we literally saw this man's last seconds of life. Right, and even happen. when I seen the the, I didn't I seen the pictures of him, but and I'm like, that's disgraceful. It's disgraceful to his family to his you know he had kids right yeah like just it's just he, he didn't have kids and that's he sad he had a little sister um and of course his family i mean but it don't make it no no sadder i mean it's you know people were were, were seeing this but um the video is heartbreaking especially when you hear quavo in the background i don't i don't want to discuss the video but um Anyway, the bottom line is, you know, y'all need to pull back on social media when it comes to expressing or sharing or posting about someone else's life. But I bet if it was you laying on that ground bleeding out, you wouldn't want that blasted all over the the internet. Well, social this yeah once it's on the internet it's there it's there it's there and it never dies it's there forever ironically this actually runs into the next thing that we have to talk about because this week has been fucking trash twitter um i'm frustrated just by this because i love black twitter and i love twitter in general you do elon musk just took over twitter and it's been chaos since he has taken over because he's doing um, what he what he wants. The the first headline within him purchasing the company within 48 hours was the use of the word nigger went up it's 500%. It's allowed. Like he went on and he's been trolling putting up this these various tweets about what can be what can be allowed and what's not allowed. And you're seeing the outcome from this whole new free uh, social uh, Twitter. It's just out of control. And it's like on top of that, since he's actually taken over, the advertisers are beginning to actually um, take a step back. 
which is crazy. And this is like everyone from uh, General Motors uh, to, I mean, just. I mean, but at this, it, this goes back to your point about accountability uh, when we were talking about Kanye and this, like at some point as a company, you have to stand up. I mean, I know it's a lot of marketing that they lose. It's some money that they lose from pulling out of a big social media platform like Twitter. And, and, but at the same time, it's like, does anybody have morals anymore? Does anybody, you know, cause I feel like we're getting to be a society where don't nobody have no morals, especially when you're, you're saying the, the N word, which I can say nigger, nigga, not the one with the ER. Bro, has gone every up. Somebody, every time somebody does that, I think about that YouTube video with that white man who's like, it's a nigga, <laughs> not nigger. And I'm like, bro, that's exactly what Twitter has become. But it's like, so, yeah. you know, the advertisers who were basically also a part of the problem because, you know, they, they also pay for the nonsense that happens. Um, right. They're starting to pull out. So you have brands like uh, General Mills, Volkswagen Group. Um, actually, the the spokesperson for General Mills said uh, they actually had actually have paused their advertising uh, on Twitter. As always, uh, we will continue to monitor this new direction and evaluate our markets marketing spending. So essentially, Elon Musk coming on is killing what we know as Twitter as a whole. You know, you He's have celebrities. It celebrities leaving um comic book creator uh eric larson uh shonda rhymes tony braxton um you're seeing a lot of people who are actually leaving twitter over this um people wanting to find alternates to to go to uh instead of being on twitter um that you know you i mean you have alternates but these are not well-known alternates that you have and then on top of that he recently, in the last, I believe, 24 to 48 hours, laid off 50% yep. of his employees. Yeah. And they're posting on Some Twitter. of them are speaking out. A lot of them are speaking out. But what, you know, the thing is that I think about, I look at, and I always push fan base, which is uh, Isaac Hayes III's um, social media app, which is basically a uh, alternative to Instagram also, because we know, Zuckerberg basically runs social media with Instagram and, and Facebook. Facebook. Right. These amazing people were let go. This is an opportunity to create a new social media that is run and owned by uh the, the people who essentially should run it. Because whether whether people want to admit it or not, black Twitter <laughs> makes Twitter go. From the trends to the news to any and everything that you can think of. So yeah, if you end up if, if you end up seeing a majority of black culture leaving the Twitter social media space, it would it would probably debilitate the, the, the social media platform in general. I don't I don't know how much well that's the same would. for us being we're we're one of the biggest consumers, period. In we are the area. biggest so honest about it and that's not even being racist but i mean it's the truth like um you know we're it's it's a it's a multi-billion dollar industry um with which we're concerned so 
it's it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot going on so you know you definitely have to take into considerations um those uh alternate places that you want to go i mean I, I hate to see it happen because twitter is not only entertaining but you get so much news from twitter um twitter is where you can actually go to verify a lot of stuff because facebook is all about conspiracy theories and i mean yeah. of course you have that on twitter also but twitter is more more of a verified space not only is that not only now that's also up in the air because now he's wanting to charge a monthly charge for blue check verification <laughs> so that takes away from you think people going to do it i think there are some people that are going to be willing to do it but i'm seeing a lot of pushback of people saying fuck no like you're literally wanting me to pay you to verify that I am myself. Like, why would I, why would I do that? Not, I mean, people, because people was paying for Instagram checks. Who was paying for Instagram checks? People that have blue, the blue check, people were paying to. Who do you know prominently that like is of some substance that was paying for? You wouldn't know. But you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know because there's so many people on the back end that will say, oh, if, if I you you pay this, I'll get you. Because that blue check is mainly based on how many people following you. Yeah, I don't know about that. So um, people definitely pay. At one point, I consider paying not for the blue check, but just for more followers. Um, but the reality you is... Paying, why, do, why were you considering paying for more followers, though? So that there are more followers following my content. Instead of getting it like, I guess I'm just saying, it takes longer to get them organically than a lot of people, especially when Instagram first came out, they were paying for them. Because I would scroll through my stuff and be like, who is this person? I don't think I said I was following them. And they will (laughs) automatically follow, you know, they'll automatically somehow hack and, and have all these people following. So yeah, that's a whole thing. That's wild. That's wild. A play of a world where people uh constantly talk about individuality and they're paying for followers. Yeah, everybody, every time I see someone that's like, oh yes, I got a blue check. I'm like, I don't need I don't need all of that to feel validated. Yes, it I do want I do want more followers even for this podcast and for, you know, my personal page and so forth. But I want the people that are following to actually like the content versus I you're paying for strangers. I understand. I understand it's all process of doing it for work purposes or making money, but that's why people do it. But I, but I know some people also do it like just for the clout and it's like, yeah, I would rather fly under the radar. Like, but a lot of people want to be viral. We're in a viral society where I see people do the dumbest stuff on social media. And I'm like, just for likes, you have no other life outside of this world. And, and it's funny. I was talking to a family member of mine the other day and she was saying, I don't know about this generation. She was like, what happens if social media went away? Like some of these people are making thousands and thousands of dollars. She was like, some of them are young. They don't have any other skills. What would happen if they couldn't make these videos and post every five seconds? I was like, they might be broke because they ain't got no other skills. They don't know how to do nothing else besides make a video. 
But then again, being an influencer and being on social media is now a skill to the point to where you can go to college and you can study memes. That's ridiculous. But at the end of the day, it is a career. I've seen it as a career now. And my thing is, it's just um, what happens if for some reason, I doubt it happens because America makes too much money. But let's say it goes, if it if social media went down for a whole week, you know how much money all these people will be losing? Oh, so, yeah, definitely. The world will crumble. Where would you get your news? The from? United States you know, will crumble. I remember we used to buy the Sunday paper every week. Yeah. We could catch up on news. I, when's the last time you bought a Sunday paper? I I. I don't even, maybe I was in college, maybe high school. I don't know. I, that's when you, that's when you was, uh, when you was on running the polls for George Bush. I'm just, I'm about to start just saying, yup, I did. Cause you just like to continue to throw that up there. So I, I don't care. Yo, you because said the, the, I did. Yeah. But I also said that was a mistake and you don't clarify that. So it's okay. But the reality is I got paid and that's all that mattered. You cool getting paid for running for Running numbers and, and, and getting on the polls for George Bush? What do you mean? You help numbers and getting you help, and getting yo, you help yo, you help kill America. Like America was killed before I helped do anything. <laughs> so <laughs> you said Nick. Anyway, at the end of the day, regardless what? of you Whatever. can't say to me, you used to work for George Bush. You can no longer say the N-word. So I didn't you say done. I worked for George Bush, but... Bro, you just admitted it, that you was out here getting paid under the table for George Bush because you was on a poll. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. So let's move on. And we about to wrap this show up because I feel like it has already been a really long show. <laughs> Will with his shenanigans today. I don't have time for it, y'all. You know, like uh, he put his <laughs> hat on. He went on a rant. I don't have time for it. So Bro, you just admitted you was getting. I said, I'm going to say yes, because you are annoying with saying it. So, know, you said it. You so, said it. Don't, don't try to don't try to put it out there and be like, oh yeah, you annoying me because no, the know. reality is I have always been a hustler. And if someone tells me they're paying me to do something, that don't mean I voted for him. Shorty, Shorty sold the soul for George Bush, bro. You that don't mean that. I voted for him. But yeah, listen, I'm a hustler. Like a, a bologna sandwich out of it, or no, I got a check. Anyway. Listen, I do. I, I besides actually being on a pole, uh, or walking the strip outside, you know. Other than that, you know, I do. I will take, especially back then in my early twenties, I will take a job, and I didn't care what it was. Yeah, that's wild. Don't ever admit that. So, no. Listen, I'm not. I'm proud of that. You want to know why? Because it made me who I am today. You know, I'm on this pro black podcast talking about something. You was proud to have worked for George W. No, I'm not saying I'm proud to work for George W. What what I'm saying is I am proud that I know how to make money when necessary. That's what you just said. I know how to make money when necessary too, but I ain't finna tell everybody the negative stuff that I do. I ain't telling everybody nothing. You just told them you was running the polls for George W. Bush and you was proud of it. I said, you know what? I'm not even, I will end this podcast because I am not even doing this with you today. It was like America. And it was, 
They was going to the polls. Yo, she gonna cuss me out after this, after this episode. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the seasons and spices. Uh, so last night, mm-hmm. Drake in Twenty One. <laughs> last night, Drake in Twenty One Savage <laughs> dropped their new album, and with that new album came a number of quotables. I guess I hate that y'all call every fucking thing a classic off of one listen that be mediocre as fuck. First of all, um, yeah, music today is there's no classics. And apparently there was a line in there uh, from Drake going at Meg the Stallion concerning um, her open shooting case uh, with uh, Tory Lanez. Um, I, I want to get your thoughts on that because I know this was big for you. Um, something that you wanted to uh, discuss now in the song. In the song, uh, it's called Circle Loco. Mm-hmm. Drake says the line, this bitch lie about getting shots, but she's still a she's still a stallion. She don't even get the joke, but she's still smiling. Twitter went crazy with it. Twitter had his thoughts on that. I definitely think that was a shot at Megan. Mm-hmm. Now he can probably he's gonna try to defend it. He's gonna defend it because he is one of those PC middle people. I you know, he's not gonna say it was towards her, but it definitely was. And the reality is that she went hard on Twitter at at them, like y'all rap niggas are lame, you know, um, ready to boycott um, about shoes and clothes, but dog pile on a black woman when they, when she say one of y'all homeboys abused her, right? And it's real because at the end of the day, like they weren't there. Neither one of them were there. So to speak to something based off of a third party, because you only got one side, it's not like they sat down, but it's not that they have to sit down and talk to Megan and she don't have to defend herself. If it happened, it happened. And the reality is, I don't think nobody would lie about somebody shooting them. Plus we've seen it. I mean, we've seen her outside having to get out the car with a, with a, uh, um, a shot up toe. So we've seen that happen. So I feel like it's real disrespectful in all honesty because it's like it's been happening to black women for so long. And I know I said that when this first happened, like how just, you know, oh, it's just because she want, you know, some clout or she just want more, her album about to drop or whatever the case may be. But um guys having the back of somebody that actually committed a crime. And they're like on his side and maybe it's a Canadian thing for Drake and, you know, cause it, cause they both from Canada. So I don't know if that's the case or not. So he like, that's my brother. I know him that didn't happen, but how many rapists out there, how many murderers out there that you sat down and had food with and said, that's my brother that didn't happen. But the reality is they kill families. So you don't know what people mental state, especially when it comes to alcohol. He, they were drunk when this all happened. You know, did he mean to pull the trigger? I don't think so. But when he did and denied it, that's where the problem lied. Because if he would have just said, I did and took the L for that and apologized for her and, you know, and immediately told her when it happened, like, I really didn't mean to do that. You know, I think it'll be a totally different situation right now. But the case of the matter is like Drake need to mind his business when it comes to somebody else that's been abused. And 
I feel like they're just keeping her in the news. And it's like, what do y'all have against Megan Thee Stallion? Why? Because she don't need none of y'all niggas for her to flourish. She don't need y'all on her album. She actually is a really good rapper. And she has people in her corner that are real, real dudes, real niggas. Like, so she don't need y'all. But um, I just think it's sad that you that you still got to add her into your rap. And I think it's really, um, it shows like, you know, it's definitely for clout. Like nobody's, I mean, 21 Savage, the only people that's checking for him is the people that's on his albums and his people, his niggas. Like, he don't do I, much for me. I'm um, disappointed in it because, like I said, I'm a Drake fan. Um, I ain't really been digging the last few albums, but, you know, I don't. You get money and you feel like you could say anything about anybody. And that's what I don't like about as, as being a, man, a celebrity. Just, as a man, I just don't be, I just don't believe you should be inserting yourself into into shit like that, especially, you know what I'm saying, considering the fact it is a woman, it's a black woman, you know what I'm saying, of course, but well, you know, his, his baby mother's not a black woman, so we can't say he cares about black women. Well, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm just saying like, you I'm know. Like, well, <laughs> um, um, I'm just saying. So it for him, it's just it's a shot, and he can say it because he's Drake, but wrong. But then everybody listened to it, and yeah, Twitter going crazy. But y'all downloaded that album, y'all paid, downloaded, paid for that song or that single that's out. Like so, at the end of the day, it's like, how much are you really on her side? Like, I'm not gonna listen to the song to be honest with you, because it's, it's promoting, it's okay to be out here doing what you want to women and there's no repercussions because at the at, uh, Tory Lanez didn't get no repercussion, really. Well, he's, so, still, he's still in court about it. I, I don't think they've got, I don't think they've even went to trial yet concerning Right, because it's not that important to... No, I don't think, that, I think they're just, I think the trial date is coming up though. Yeah, but it happened a while ago. It's a lot of politics involved in that. That's what I'm saying about this industry that I don't mess with because it's a lot of, they, they're trying to avoid having to go to trial. Nobody wants to go to trial unless they can settle. And right now that's where that back and forth and delay of trial, delay of trial, because they want to settle. They don't want to go to trial. They don't, don't want to publicly he, tarnish his he, image. I don't know how the fuck he going to settle because he might, if, if this if he's found guilty of this, buddy getting deported and probably going to jail. So I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but I mean, you know, we'll see. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. He don't want to be report, deported, but he can still make um music from. He's from Canada, right? He can still make music from there. Who the fuck is listening to Tory Lanez? I'm not. I'm just saying though. Clearly, somebody still want him out because they fighting for him. You know, tell him to go back to Canada and call it a day. So I, at the end of the day, like, I know Megan is super strong and she got a lot of great people who support and love her in her corner. So she's good. You're not stopping her money. You're not stopping her money. You're not stopping her fame. But it's sad that a woman cannot, cannot say that they've been abused in any kind of way, physically, emotionally, and it not be a joke. And I don't think it should be a joke, but I mean, I listen to I listen to R and B music. I don't know nothing about that. But if we were talking about that, I mean, if you want to put it out there, shit, Trey Songs just got off of 
rape accusations because of statute of limitations and women women are still bumping Trey songs just like they're doing that goddamn R. You know, I was thinking about Trey songs the other day. I said, what happened to him? But now that makes sense. That's why he hasn't put out no no music and he there's probably multiple, not. There's been multiple accusations against him and then Kiki, that whole thing with Kiki Palmer on The Breakfast Club came out also. So there's a lot out there. But recently that trial got dismissed due to like statute of limitations for the time period. So, you know what I'm That's saying? That's that's unfortunately i hate to say this it ain't just the men these black women black women be supporting that shit too and that's right and that's no that's what i'm saying and it it happens and especially in this industry so the reality is it's it's just not cool but but you know i mean that's a whole nother topic with us talking about black men respecting women um especially rappers um so i'm not even gonna go there because it's just gonna piss me off but at the end of the day he's gonna get what he deserves we got we gotta end the show because i feel it (laughs) he's gonna i know right yep you sure do you feel it because i feel myself Uh, rising and i'm like let's get into something a little bit happier uh jay-z and jeff bezos is interested in buying the uh nfl's washington commanders together who are currently um up for sale now um both individuals are billionaires of course we know uh Mm -hmm. jeff is the uh fourth uh wealthiest world yeah fourth man in the world um but they're both considering teaming up to purchase the team now um this the team is actually an exploratory uh in the exploratory stage of being sold by dan snyder who if you don't know dan snyder really ain't worth shit so Mm -hmm. let's just be honest about that um but it's been confirmed that um that they are working to find out more about it it's still in the early stages uh jay-z of course has been working with the nfl uh in this uh social justice and uh, with social justice and uh the super bowl um uh show so of course, that will be big for him, and and it will be another black man, um, another uh, black person um, who has NFL ownership. Which, I, as of recently, the only other person I believe is, um, I think Serena Williams in Venus owns parts of the of, of the Miami Dolphins, and then there's mm-hmm. a young lady who recently became part of the ownership group for the uh, Denver Broncos, also. So, how how do you feel? I'm about loving that? this. I'm loving every aspect of it. Like it's about time we get to have ownership, especially in the things that we are in, (laughs) you know, um, uh, even if that means a partnership like Jay has to do, you know, because he don't want to tie up all his money. We know he got money. We know his wife got money, but we don't want to tie up all his money. So to do this, it, that is generational wealth. That is what you aspire to. That is what you go for. Once you get to a certain level you now can look into investing in things that'll never die yeah and sports in america is never dying so um and it's finally that we it just feels good to see our faces as as ownership um even with serena williams and venus um and a lot i mean you know a lot of of up-and-coming um companies and black owned businesses and it's not just about having a black owned business it's about when you've gotten to that point where um you can pass that down to your your 
not just your kids, but your kids' kids and their kids' kids, because there will always be continuous flow of money coming through. And that growing up stressed, and like we talked about um, at some point, you know, just growing up stressed or growing up young and having to do, do things and see live in poverty, or we talked about with rappers, you know, that's all they know. So it's like to get to that place, even Jay-Z starting from that place, to be in a space where you can own a, a team. Uh, well, he already owns a team, but you know, owning another team like his kids, kids, kids will never have to worry. And I was thinking, I was I was listening to um, P Diddy's um, son. Was it um, not Justin? Um, King Combs. Yeah, King. Um, you know, and I was like, <laughs> he raps just like his dad. Uh, they definitely got some sort of ghostwriting thing happening there. It's really simple. But the reality is I was like, this young boy, he can't, he, he has to rap about what he rapping about, which is cars, money, and maybe like um, girls, but he can't really rap about much else because he, his father paved the way. So he wouldn't grow up in Brooklyn and he wouldn't be in the hood. He don't know what it's like you know, to struggle, to, to not have, like his father made sure that didn't happen. So if he's going to be in this industry, he only could talk about the things he know, which is money, cars, gar girls, and, you know, whatever else. But it was very, really a simple rap. That whole song is cute, is catchy. It's a simple rap. But in a sense, I was like, you know, what else is he going to talk about? Mm -hmm. He don't sound like, he can't sound like a, a 21 Savage and how many girls I got a lot, how many calls I got a lot, you know, that dumbness, like, so I just said that to say, like, you know, it's a great way you're able to pass down to generation to generation that they don't ever have to know what it's like. I can't imagine, you know, not knowing what it's like to grow up the way I did, but to mm -hmm. have, to automatically have, you know, so I just, I, I'm really excited to see where this is going. I really hope they do acquire this, but if they don't, they got enough money to take over another team, to be honest, and somebody might be willing to do so. And Bank of America. Well, there's a, there's a lot of teams right now that are, that are for sale. I would love to see them actually uh, take over ownership of the Phoenix Suns, which is uh, in the NBA. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of opportunity out there. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys uh, posted to that, but that's good news. You know, <laughs> I'm glad we're ending on a good note. Um, so we're going to wrap this show up because we've definitely covered a lot, um, whether it was Will's rants or him pissing me off to the point I want to come through the screen. Um, so Will, she don't, want, she don't want that smoke. That's, that's not, that's not what you want. Will lies to himself daily, guys. Just me. Just <laughs> you never. The thing about it is, Will might meet a lot of women, but he definitely don't meet people like me that often. So we we from the same region. I've I've dated women with your same personality. You don't you don't you don't want no no I'm, no you no. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm mm. with it. Uh, Will, to top it off in the end of this show, what are you listening to? What are you watching? Man, I'm listening to R&B. I'm not listening to no rap this week, man. My soul is tired. Yes, um, I agree. I'm listening to, I've been running back a lot of Camp uh, Camp Low. Um, oh, that was my joint. My favorite group of all time, A Tribe Called Quest. Yes, A Tribe Called Quest is 1A and Outcast is 1B. I'm not going to argue that you go back and forth with you. Um, 
I've been listening to that. Uh, Young Rock is back, which I love that show. I, you know, people that don't know, I love professional wrestling. Got to do an internship with WWE um, in, in one of my master's degrees program. Uh, Young Rock is back. It's literally the life of the Rock. Um, so it's like him telling like real time stories of him growing up. That's actually back. Oh, on. that's cool. I may yeah. have to check that out. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's like this is like the third season so it's, i think i've seen the preview before uh i've seen a preview recently and i was like oh that should be that's dope um yeah, yeah so i'm watching that uh watching my phillies in the world series right now lord please just give us two more wins you know what i'm saying you give us two more wins i promise you i will just stop flirting with every woman out here well, don't go making false promises. That is not becoming. No, you are um, a hater, and you wonder why I be throwing shades away, and why you be on the phone with you a hater, bro. That's um, not becoming. Um, go ahead. You you. Still, that, that's you that, that's it. That's it. Please tell us what you guys want to listen to because you out here doing a bunch of hate. Now I, I know whatever it is, it's not uh Beyonce inspired because we know you don't like Beyonce. First of all, I loved that Beyonce posted her ho- family Halloween picture oh, yeah. yesterday. Yo, that's so <laughs> weird. It's so weird to see Jay-Z. I, I love it, but it's so weird to see Jay-Z in that space, knowing that like you know, I can We were listening to the hardest lyrics and now he's like, come here, can, baby. Like, you I know? Can, I, can, I can rap lines from like my, my favorite Jay-Z song of all time. Well, one of them. Top five is imaginary player so it's like seeing him in that space that's the type of vibes that i love to see that's what i want to see yes and that is maturity like and it maybe it took him to get with because i think if he never got with beyonce he could be like some of these other dudes out here so she 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 you know she she helped him uh come into that mature space and be that family person hold be winning you know what I'm saying? Uh Beyonce, Aaliyah, uh uh what's what's shorty name? Rosario Dawson. A few of his artists he had back in the day. So you want that's how you go in the show? You went the show. <laughs> no, I'm about to tell you what I've been watching and listening to. You went on the Jay-Z rant. I just was saying about Beyonce. I love that she posted it because she feel like I don't need to share on Yeah, but why you had to say the whole thing about a few of his artists? Ain't nobody asked you about a meal. You're listing other people. So I'm I was just listening, adding I was listening to other women that he was involved with. And and a few of his artists. Are Bro, we, ain't, we ain't mentioned that though. Why are you bringing that up? See, because it's hateration, holleration. Because you part of the whole conspiracy to bring down the, the, the black man. You've been trying to bring me down all show. I love the black man. I would never bring the black man down. Anyway. So my, uh, what I'm listening to is actually, I went to this coffee coffee shop today and they sell these little tiny, little tiny donuts. They're called tiny donuts, actually. Um, the, the name of the coffee shop and they were selling records. So I bought the Fleetwood Mac on vinyl and that's what I'll be playing all weekend. I'm on that vibe right now. That's the... Yes. You know what? It's a I'm vibe. Not, I'm not a fan of the lead singer. Oh, it's a vibe. They actually. No, I'm not a fan of lead singer because the if you remember a couple of years ago, the Spanish cat that put that song back on the map with his TikTok, 
she wouldn't let that man do make the money off of what he could have made off of. The rest of the group was for it, but she wasn't for it. She was a Karen. Move on. She's not a Karen. She's, She's a, about she, her own money. She could be selfish, if, if, but if not a Karen. Of, but if the rest of the group was with it, what you holding it up for? He put money in y'all pockets. Listen, everybody has their own reason. She felt like she, I didn't license it out. I want the money. She comes from that age, not social media age either. So that why, don't whole, you, why don't you just continue to tell us that you don't like the blacks? Hmm? I like the blacks. I don't like the niggas. Why don't, oh, oh, oh racism. The racism. That's not you, racist. You and Stevie Nicks can both kick rocks. That, that's not now, racist now, at all. Now top, now top that off. There's a difference. Anyway. Let's, let's wrap up this show before I get before I get Drake like and start spitting bars. Don't kill yourself on this show. Don't do it. Did you threaten? Did you just threaten? Don't do it. Will, Will, don't do it on this Friday. Don't. Because you've been on one all show. So don't do it. I'm anyway, we want to thank you for I'm watching at all times. another episode of Kosher Combo. Um, Will is over there about to throw a brick through somebody's window. Because Doors. And I'm throwing it all the way to where you at. And your boss, too. So you tell George W. I'm going to break this. I'm telling you. That's all I'm going to say. Um, anyway, thank y'all. Have a good night. Peace. This this episode is canceled. Done. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us, man. Y'all have a great weekend, man. Be safe out there. We love y'all. Uh, as always, keep the main thing the main thing. Peace.